Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded January 29th, 2024. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Three big things you need to know. First, we'd describe 4Q reporting season as a mixed bag so far. Second, in our transcript review, we were struck by the wide range of views on the macro backdrop and the outlook, as well as the continued emphasis on the challenges associated with inflation and higher costs. Third, things that jumped out in our high-frequency indicators last week included modest improvements on some of our sentiment and valuation work, plus one bonus thought on the U.S. presidential election. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. Now let's jump into the details. We'll start with takeaway number one. It's been a mixed bag of earnings so far. With 24% of S&P results in through Thursday's close, along with 12% of the Russell 2000, we've taken a look at some early stats for 4Q reporting season. Three things jump out. First, the beat rates for the S&P 500 have been decent. So far, 75% are beating consensus on earnings, a little worse than last quarter, while 68% are beating consensus on revenues, a little better. Second, the reaction to earnings beats has been lackluster. Within the Russell 1000, the company's beating consensus earnings are essentially performing in line with the broader market over the course of the next trading day. And third, while bottom-up forecasts for S&P EPS in 2023 have been stable, they've slipped for 2024. The bottom-up estimate for 2023 is tracking at roughly 222, up from 221 to start the year. Meanwhile, 2024's bottom-up EPS forecast has slipped to 242.50, down from about 245 to start the year. Despite the stability of 2023 earnings forecasts, 2023 margin forecasts for the broader index and a number of key sectors are tracking lower than they were at the start of the year. Revenue growth that's tracking a little bit better than expectations to start the year has offset the weakness. Overall, it's still quite early in 4Q reporting season, but for the moment, we feel like the broader U.S. equity market is behaving a little bit better than we'd expect based on the results coming in. Moving on to takeaway number two what we've been reading in earnings call transcripts. As has become our custom, our team has been reading through many of the transcripts of S&P 500 earnings calls to gain insight into what companies are saying that has relevance to the macro backdrop for the U.S. equity market. Key themes are still emerging. A few of the main things that jump out so far. Collectively, corporate America isn't giving investors a consistent message on the macro backdrop and outlook. There's been a wide range of views on how to characterize these, including cautiously optimistic, moderately muted, muted, uncertain, optimistic, improving, similar to 2023, robust, strong, interesting, and complex. Additionally, consumers continue to be described as resilient, healthy, and strong for the most part. Also, discussions regarding inflation, costs, and labor and wages continue to emphasize them as challenges, but a few companies admittedly discussed how these headwinds are lessening a bit. Additionally, geopolitics continues to be highlighted as a source of uncertainty. Moving on to takeaway number three, what jumps out from our high-frequency indicators? There were two new things this week. On sentiment, net bullishness in the weekly AAII survey continued to retreat last week, reducing a near-term pressure on the U.S. equity market. It's important to note, however, that positioning still looks stretched on the institutional side per weekly CFTC data. Overall, the sentiment backdrop has improved a bit, but we remain on guard for a near-term pullback. On valuation, a slightly better inflation outlook following last week's better-than-expected PCE release has caused our valuation model to get a little more constructive. 
This model, which uses consensus PCE, GDP, Fed funds, and 10-year yield forecast to project a trailing PE for the S&P at the end of 2024, is now anticipating a PE multiple of 23.55 times at year-end. That's up from 23.2 in our previous updates. Using our below-consensus earnings forecast of 234, that points to an S&P year-end level of around 5,500. Wrapping up with a bonus thought on the 2024 election. Questions about the 2024 presidential election and its impact on the U.S. equity market have continued to trickle in, with a focus on the prospect of a Trump victory. We stress that we still think it's far too early to make big calls here, but for the sake of conversation, we've put together a table with our preliminary thoughts on potential equity market read-throughs from the Trump agenda, as outlined on the campaign website. We highlight things we think the stock market may like, which are more stimulative in nature, and things it may not like, which appear to be potentially inflationary in nature. We've also published our stats on how different Russell 3000 industries performed around Trump's 2016 victory and around the last eight presidential elections. Banks were counted among the groups that outperformed in both 2016 and around presidential elections generally, while several healthcare groups such as pharma and biotech were counted among the frequent underperformers and also lagged in 2016. Though we've heard some non-U.S. investors who viewed a Republican sweep as likely express reservations about owning healthcare stocks this year due to the election, it's worth noting that our biotech team believes healthcare policy will be more of a focus for Biden and the Democrats and less of one for Trump and the Republicans. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.